Lorena, so the countdown to the ANC elective conference is now less than two weeks away. But while the political debate is heating up, there are still, of course, uh, the economic concerns. Economic news keeps us busy. The APSA Purchasing Managers Index for November was released on Friday. Did we learn anything from the data release there? So, yeah, yeah, quite right. You know, there are times when, when politics drive economics and then there are times that the economy sort of is at the forefront. So um, it's going to be hard, I think, to focus on economic data in the, in the next couple of weeks um, with, with so much um, interesting releases and, and pressure building around the political scene, of course. So we do this week um, expect third quarter GDP as well as manufacturing and mining data and also reserves data coming out this week. Um, but, uh, yes, last on Friday, you're quite right, at Purchasing Managers Index for November came out, um, and, and certainly signs of, of improvement in the economy, which I think is, is really to be welcomed. It is the, the sixth highest, uh, the, the, the highest level that we've seen in six months on that Purchasing Manager Index. So certain signs of business activity improving in the economy. Um, you know, this, this is an index which is compiled by the Bureau of Economic Research, and it really looks at, at manufacturing activity um, specifically. Um, so on the on the good news front is the fact that it has been improving steadily and that it is certainly sitting at a, as I say, a six-month um, high level. But uh, where it's sitting at 48.6, where it's where the latest reading came out, that's still below that crucial 50 level, just to, to remind listeners that um, at, a, at a level of 50, if it is below that, it means that this particular sector is still in, in contraction phase rather than expansion phase, which is what it would be if it's over 50. So, so yes, there's some improvement coming through there, but uh, not quite where we would like to see uh, the sector in the economy. Of course, one that's very important in terms of job creation also, because the manufacturing sector seems to be quite um, quite uh, employment-rich, so we certainly would like to see better numbers coming out of this in, in the weeks and months ahead. So, Narina, some improvement, but still not in expansion territory. But what about mm. vehicle sales figures for November? And uh, will we be able to afford the petrol that we put into those new cars? Oh, that's a very good question. So, so yes, new vehicle sales rising by 7.2% in November compared to a year ago. And uh, just under 50,000 um, units as a new vehicle sold in November. Certainly a good number. That's a number that's ahead of inflation, for example. And bear in mind that this is in terms of the number of units sold, whereas if we were going to look at the value of, of new cars sold, um, we would um, in, uh, obviously add the increase in, in car prices to that as well. So that has been quite a, quite a promising number. Interesting, though, to see that exports um, of, of new vehicles fell by 13 compared to the same month uh, last year, November. So it's interesting to see that it means that the bulk of that improvement in sales came from the domestic front. We know that often there's there's quite a bit um, that goes into the car rental market in South Africa, and that often also points to to tourism levels and so on. And and certainly with the RAND being weaker than it was a while back, um, that, that should be good for tourism. So I don't know if it's a reflection of that, but certainly some improvement coming in terms of, of vehicle sales. 
But around the petrol price, so we haven't heard the official numbers yet in terms of the petrol price increases, which will be effective from Wednesday. So that will probably come out sometime today. But I must say that the statistics so far doesn't uh, point to a positive picture for for December travel. Um, Expectations of at least 70 cents a litre that the petrol price will increase. Paraffin as well. Um, diesel may be a little bit less, but still more than 60 cents a litre. And, and this is really because of the combination of a much higher oil price that we've seen, uh, that we've seen during November and also the RAND mostly on a, on a slightly weaker level in November as well. So the combination of those two is really the thing that's going to push petrol prices somewhere relatively close to the 15 Rand a litre mark. So unfortunately not great news for, for travellers, um, something that, that so many people do over the December um, holiday period. So we'll wait and see what that number comes, uh, comes out when it's released later today. Narina, you know, about uh, two weeks ago, we spoke about uh, the Naspers share price uh, hitting 4000 And now Naspers in the news for all the wrong reasons last week. And uh, it's seen the share price there slump by almost 14% from that recent 4000 rand a share high. But uh, is it only the trouble at multi-choice to blame or is there more to this? Yes, you're quite right. In terms of that share price, almost 14% down um, over the last two weeks or so. But despite that um, sharp drop in recent times, you know, that Nasdaq share price is still up almost 80, 80% over the last 12 months. You know, it was um, at this time last year that share price was below 2,000 rand a level. And you're right, recently over 4,000 rand a level. So, so yes, although it's given up quite a lot of those gains, um, it's still on a on a year-to-year basis, it's still significantly higher, and and of course a lot of focus on the on the news that came out regarding uh, multi-choice and regarding some some contracts there, and certainly there's an investigation on the go within multi-choice itself. But there's obviously a lot of attention from the investor side also in terms of what's been going on there, and I think a very important one um, to to investigate and to to understand really what went on there. So I think it's easy to think that this is the main reason and why the Nasdaq share price has declined by such a sharp um, amount in the, in the last few days. But actually, when you look further afield and you look at um, the performance of Tencent and certainly the share price performance of Tencent, now Tencent is the, is the Chinese internet company that, uh, that Nasdaq owns a big part of and that really makes up the bulk of the value of Nasdaq. When you look at what's happened with, with um, Tencent, you see that that's actually where a lot of the negative um, performance of Nasdaq has come from. Um, it had its biggest weekly loss in almost two years last last week. So um, Tencent, just as Nasdaq has had a significant rally over the last couple of months. So I think under these conditions, it's expected that one should see a little bit of a pullback. Such a pullback is actually quite healthy because certainly the, the gains that we saw were really sort of um, accelerating at an unsustainable level. So um, not entirely surprising for me to see that. But at the same time, also, this doesn't mean that there's now an all-fall-down scenario um, in, uh, developing around Tencent. We know that the technology sector in general has been extremely strong over the last year. So I think this sort of decline is actually just a, a healthy one. Tencent's uh, share price over the last week declined by about 6.4%. And then, of course, on the back of that also, we know that post the downgrade that we saw here in South Africa um, the week before, the RAND has actually rallied quite strongly, you know, stronger of about, of about 3% on the week. 
So if you combine the stronger rand and the, and the decline in the share price of Tencent, you realize that at least 10% of the, of the 13-odd percent decline in NASPA share price was really just because of the rand value of Tencent shares.